0: Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. It's Ben here. Now, as you know, we're going through some very challenging times. People are being laid off around the world without warning, and in many cases, without any support. Downsizing, retrenchment, call it what you will, the whole area of redundancy is fraught with danger and with painful emotion. However, it doesn't all have to be doom and gloom. Today's guest, Jamie Getgood, has helped build strategies that have revolutionized and streamlined that redundancy process. And these strategies have helped protect companies from legal fallout, protecting the brand from negative press and supporting leaders. But best of all, these strategies are helping the people involved. So these are people with families, children, mortgages and bills who need to transition through this difficult process. Most famously, perhaps, Jamie has helped General Motors Holden, one of Australia's largest car manufacturers, through the closure of its operations in Australia. And he was a leading voice in the closure of the industry itself. Jamie has also won several awards for his service, And I'm delighted to have him on the show. Jamie, thank you very much for joining me today.
2: Great to join you, Ben. Thank you for having me.
1: You're very welcome. And I have guests from around the world, so it's always a pleasure to hear another Aussie
2: accent.
1: (laughs) I won't say g'day, mate. (laughs) because People love it. Brilliant. (laughs) Yeah, so Jamie, it's a hot topic. We've gone through challenging times, as I said. Do you want to start by giving us a bit about your background and, and what brought you to your business, The People Shift?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Look, my career actually goes back 20 years uh, so I'm starting to show my age now, <laughs> but but I I actually believe it or not started my career as a tradesperson. Uh, I was a mechanical tradesperson working in a manufacturing facility, which I actually feel like was the best start to my HR career I could have yeah. had because it taught me some foundational truths about how to relate with people and and who who was actually important in the scheme of things. So really proud to start that way. But if I go back through that opportunity i was working for electrolux well known product around the world um had an opportunity to get into hr uh, through that opportunity even though i was a tradesman there some and that's a unique situation i'll say for another day but very early on in my career we had six facilities here in south australia and we were moving some of those facilities either offshore or closing them for good uh one of them being an appliance motor division and one being an engineering firm so I got involved in the closure of those two plants very early on in my career. And that, for me, was a, a, a bit of an awakening call because I we had a process in place. It was fairly rough and ready. But what I realised was redundancy wasn't always a nice thing to do. And I, that sounds like a really strange thing to say, I know. Yeah. But um, I have a vivid memory in my very first redundancy program where we had this middle-aged woman come into my office. Uh, I made her redundant. We had support, but very little support. We gave her no notice and it was basically walk in, go get your staff, pass you, the people you work with and then see you later. And I vividly remember her bawling her eyes out on my floor in my office, um, talking about you know the, the situation she was in at home, the fact she's got two kids and she didn't know what that future meant for her and she was devastated. And that shook my core. Mm. So I sort of, from that moment on, decided I'm not going to do redundancies like this again, or restructures, or layoffs, or whatever term people want to use. I'm I'm going to have a people-focused approach and really think about how we do this better. Over the years, from then on, I, I don't know if I'm fortunate or unfortunate, Ben, but I've done so many redundancies and so many restructures. I've I've had one great opportunity where I did a greenfield site, where that was setting up a business, but um, outside of that, I've been involved in a lot of, not only restructures, but mergers and acquisitions where we've had to restructure new businesses or amalgamated businesses. And that often results in redundancies. And, yeah. and my focus along the way is, well, how do we do this better? And then finally, pr- probably the in the last 10 years, I joined General Motors. Uh, as the director of HR and came into an organization that had, I'll say, pretty poor culture and the leadership wasn't brilliant. It was very aggressive and command and control style. So my first job was not even thinking about redundancy. It was changing that culture. And uh, just by changing the way we led and, and, and focusing on engagement, we turned the what was a bottom quartile business at that point in time mm-hmm. to three years later being one of the best plants in general motors worldwide. Wow. and Despite all that, the economic environment was such that we still ended up having to close automotive manufacturing in Australia because the economics, the government, the policy, there was a whole heap of factors, not just one or two, that meant we had to close. So I then got involved in the lead of closing automotive manufacturing in Australia and I, I deliberately used those words because it wasn't just closing Holden's business. Ford and Toyota were in Australia at the time decided to close at the same time because of those economic factors Mm. and I ended up taking the lead of the whole automotive industry with, you know, various committees and state and federal government um, members. So (laughs) I've had a career full of restructure.
1: Yeah, you're not an albatross, are you? You know, those birds that bring (laughs) bad luck. In my time as an HR consultant, I went to many businesses and, yeah, I was involved in many redundancies. After a while, you you start to see people ducking their head when you walk in the door, you think, am I bringing bad luck? But um, Yeah,
2: well, it's funny you say that. My nickname at Holden from my own HR team was Velvet Sledgehammer.
1: (laughs) Velvet Sledgehammer. (laughs)
2: And and I don't know if I I should say that too loud because it's on a global podcast, but I've been open about that because... Yeah. What, I, what I actually, they actually meant it as a compliment because yeah. we had to do some really difficult things and, and let go of a lot of people, but we did it with such care and support that that's where the velvet came in. It was very soft and gentle in our approach.
1: Absolutely. No, I completely understand that. I, I think um, there, are, there are many different ways to either terminate or make people redundant. I'm just picturing in my mind uh, a regional manager who told me his style of performance management was to step on someone's throat until they choke and give up going, wow, that's a wonderful approach you've got there. So I understand what they meant by the Velvet Sledgehammer. I actually went through uh, in my early graduate days of uh, the closure of the Newcastle Steelworks, which was a BHP facility, but that was a huge industry and it was the biggest employer in the city, but nothing comes close to closure of an industry. How did you feel when you were
2: sort of the face of that side of things? Look, (laughs) there was a lot of responsibility and a lot of pressure, Um, and I think... What I what I really I appreciate was we had turned, as I said before, we turned the leadership at Holden into a people-focused business. So I didn't have to struggle to go and do the right thing. I didn't have to struggle to get funds or support. I had the leadership team support every step of the way because they were now focusing on the best opportunities for their people. Um, it did come with a lot of pressure, but... It also came with an opportunity. And I think we really ch- challenged our leaders' mindset as well as our employees' mindset to go, yes, it's sad. Yes, we're always going to remember this iconic brand and, and the amazing input that you gave to that, that company. But this is an opportunity to recreate your careers or give you an amazing opportunity in your next op- role. So we built a, a world-class transition centre. We gave our people four years' notice instead of just three months, which is what most wow. companies were doing at the time. Um, we actually researched the BHP facility you mentioned and we looked at BHP and Boeing and Shell and some of the biggest closure programs we could find around the world and we basically based our whole program on best practice and then created another level and um, we've now been recognised around the world for that work because, we, as I said, 90% of our workforce successfully transitioned. Brilliant. So I think... The, there was a lot of pressure and I think on top of all of the HR tasks and the day-to-day HR management and then the responsibility of closure, I was also the, the media face for Holden as well. So I had, <laughs> had often been put in front of cameras dealing with those tough questions about redundancy and, and, and why we were letting people go when we were going. And, again, I'm, I'm just proud that we had the right mindset and we could stand with our hand and our hearts going, we did everything we could for our people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And with all that you did in the processes and the effort, the time, etc., as well as the best practices that you studied, what would you say would be some of the the range, the spectrum from bad to world-class approach to managing redundancies?
2: Look, I'll, I'll start with the worst. And, yeah. and I've got two examples that I've been told of recent times. We had a, a lady here in Australia who, Um, good friend of one of my consultants, actually, who was made redundant while she was giving labor, while she was in labor giving birth. Um, It was on a phone call. They rang her up. It it was clear she was in labor. She actually told them and they still made her redundant. Oh, my God. So that's one example. I had another example of an organization that pulled their few hundred people workforce into a large meeting room, called out 20, 30-odd names, in front of everyone and said, if your name was read out, go to the next room. You're now redundant. Um, if your name wasn't read out back to work. (laughs) And, and this is part of the reason why I started the people shift Ben, because I am hearing these stories a lot more now, now, because, because I'm in this space and people know my reputation in supporting companies doing this well, I'm hearing all the horror stories. So, um, this is not stuff that happened 15 years ago. either. This is in the last six months. Mm. And my concern with what's happening in the world with this pandemic, with COVID is there are a lot of companies that are finding themselves in positions. They never dreamt they were going to be in and now going to let go of people. And maybe they've never done it before, or maybe they have, but the the focus has changed and people are worried about the bottom line and the, and the dollars and cents that they have to spend. And, and that means they're also making rash decisions when it comes to exiting employees. And these stories are becoming more and more common. And you just have to scour Facebook or LinkedIn to find them. They're everywhere. Definitely. Definitely.
1: So, and what about on the good side?
2: On the good side. So uh, look, I'm going to, I have to say the Holden case study. Yeah, of course we had 90% success rate and we, we ended up building a world-class transition program, uh, which was a very holistic approach to transition we didn't just do standard outplacement we built a center where everyone could go to get a holistic view on how to transition and prepare yourself and what what i mean by that is we had a section that was all about finance and help you manage your your budget your home budget and you doing energy order on your home and how do you manage credit card debt and and What do you do with a redundancy payment if you get one? So and then we we took them through a health and well-being journey where we we made sure from a mental health perspective that we we cared for their 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 health, uh, whether it be at home or at work. We we challenged their mindsets from a positive to a to a positive one. We we actually had health programs where we did diet challenges and nutrition challenges and showed them how to look at those labels on the box of your cereal so you know how (laughs) much shit was in them. Because all of that sounds silly. Why would you do that in a transition program? But I guess our theory was if we get you healthy mind, body, soul and relationship, when you get to that interview, you are going to be in a far better position than most people because you're in the right mindset. Um, and the science shows if you're a healthy body, you're going to perform better in your mind. So we did all of that to highlight how important our people were but also give them the best opportunity to transition. And look, it worked.
1: Brilliant. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And Um, you're right. It's a holistic approach
2: But I think on the redundancy side, Ben, the other thing that we did that I am really proud of is it was, there's a lots of little things where we stepped through every possible part of the process and thought, how can we do this to focus on our people? And the classic one I'll, I'll mention is the walk of shame how many times do people get made redundant and then have to go back to their desk and put a pull out a box and put stuff in it or go to their locker and get their gear uh, all past their peers. And we actually didn't want that to happen at Holden. So we planned it well in advance for a start. Um, we actually asked everyone, whether you are being made redundant or not, if you would be mindful of everyone and clear your locker, At the start of the week so everyone and our whole workforce did it it was incredible they all cleared their lockers and no one had to do it on the day and then to avoid that walk of shame we actually um, created walk plans so we would actually have a map of your facility and exactly what that looked like we would walk you out the nearest and safest and quickest exit so you didn't have to walk past people Uh, and we would actually walk out a plan and and actually drafted up so we knew you weren't ha- going to have that walk of shame. It's it's a little step, but it makes a huge difference to the individual.
1: Brilliant. Did any of them think that you were shuffling them out of the building quickly to so you wouldn't cause they wouldn't cause a scene?
2: Uh, no, no, we were very clear. Again, this part of this process is about being transparent with your workforce. Yep. So we were very clear with our workers up front that uh, we're going to do some things and we're going to try and take you through paths of least resistance and we're going to do this and we will do that because we care about you because redundancy is no fault of you. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a reality that because of the economic situation we're in or the business results that we no longer need that role. So that's not a performance matter, that's a business matter. And again, once you are transparent with your people and you explain the why and the fact that you're doing all these extra initiatives to actually support them and those that are leaving, it actually makes everyone feel happier. Yeah, I agree. It also helps when you rebuild culture. And this is what a lot of people forget. If you're you're kidding yourself if you think your current workers that are remaining aren't watching how you make their ex colleagues redundant and <laughs> if they see you do a really poor effort they actually go wow we're just a number see how they treated jimmy yeah so it impacts so many things plus
1: on the commercial side there's the uh, the, the advent of social media means that these people who are potentially consumers or influencers are out there spreading the word and i don't want to focus on a commercial outcome only but it, it is true that Potential customers are seeing how you're treating your people as well.
2: Look, think about it. If you know someone that works for a particular brand, you know a Samsung employee, and I'm I'm not picking on Samsung; it's just a name that came up. But if you know a Samsung employee, guess what? You're going to go to them. Hey, what's that Samsung TV like? (laughs) It's just a natural thing. Now, if that person comes back and actually bags the company, you're going to go ooh, and you're going to think twice. So it's the same thing with any product. People will go online and say things if they've been treated harshly, Um, we actually had the opposite. We had people going into dealerships saying, we really respect how you've treated your workforce. And that was what tipped me over the line. And I bought a Holden instead of a Toyota. We were getting our sales increased in our last few weeks of manufacturing. Um, Our brand image was at the highest metrics we'd ever seen. So treating people the right way makes a huge difference on the return on investment and your brand.
1: Definitely. Can I ask on a, on a small, I don't know, technical matter, if you like, redundancy via Zoom during lockdown? What are your thoughts around uh, that topic?
2: Look, it's happening a lot. Um, again, I, I've talked about the PeopleShift. We've actually got a product within the PeopleShift, um, which is all about virtual redundancies. So know. We, we know that this is something that is happening today. And we're not going to be able to get around that. So we we want actually people to actually take some extra steps and think about that process. And and some of it is to protect the employee because you may not be able to have someone in the room to make sure they're okay. Um, so you need to think about those things and how do you get an EAP, you know, employee assistance program to support them or a counselor to support them if they're remote or in virtual location. So it just adds these extra elements, even on on the legal side. If you don't have a sound process, how do you know if that person is recording you or not? You probably don't. Mm. So it really highlights the need for good, solid process, but also a little bit of extra time and care because they're in a virtual situation.
1: Absolutely. So let's turn to your business. Can you tell us a little bit about the people shift and what you guys do?
2: Absolutely. Look, we, we called this business the people shift for that exact reason. We want to shift the focus to be about people. Um, look, I'm a HR person, true and true. Uh, I'm not afraid to talk about policies and procedures and and how we need to have the right systems in place. But I think sometimes, and this is not having a go at our industry, but sometimes we can be focused on those systems and processes and forget that there's actually a person, a human, on the other side, um, with a family, with kids, with a life. Yeah. And and I think the people shift was designed to try and shift that mindset to be not just about process, but about the person behind it. Um, We we have a number of modules we're working on, but the first module we've released is the redundancy program. And this is a program that we've designed to help not only HR people, but leaders in how to do a good, responsible, respectful, and dignified redundancy program. And the reason we did this was we got... When I left General Motors Holden, I started my consultancy business and I got into a whole heap of organizations where they kept asking me to do redundancies and restructures because of my experience with general motors. So what I found out very quickly was those large organizations that have done redundancies before still didn't actually quite know all the things that they needed to know. Um, And, and they were often just following a process and not thinking about people. You then go to the smaller businesses that have never done redundancy and they don't even know where to start. And what, what, what steps do I need? So Early in my consulting career, I thought, well, I'm going to type in redundancy process and see what I get on Google. Good old Google. And it's interesting (laughs) if you do that, almost anywhere in the world, there is hardly any processes of any value that you can find. There's, There's articles on redundancy. There's articles on the legislative requirements of redundancy. There's articles on calculations and frameworks but there's actually nothing that steps you through from where do you start and where do you finish and all the steps in between. So I've created the people shift to do exactly that. This will step you through step-by-step all the things you need to think about when you go through the the redundancy process. We've also got an e-book which goes with that, which will talk you through each of those steps and a people-focused approach. But most importantly, we also, as part of this product, give a whole heap of tools to help you do it. So for example, um, we've got a planning section and in there I've got a workforce planning tool that will help you identify right at the very start of this process. Do you need, need to do redundancies? Because the first question I ask companies when they say, Jamie, can you help me do redundancies? i say, okay, well, show me your planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and if they, if you haven't done that, I'm going to challenge your redundancy process because if your five goal plan, five year plan says we actually need to grow and we've got this, this, and this and needs to happen, but your immediate three month plan says you need to make redundancies, I'm going to be going. Okay, that may be true, but let's look at your planning. Um, yeah. Then you go through some of the other modules in the preparing phase. We we give you tools on we we give you a comms plan, a template comms plan that you can modify to suit your business. We give nice. you a redundancy letter that will help you actually give you something that you don't even have to think about. It's a template letter you can give your employees. We've got notification scripts. So this is a script that teaches your leaders how to prepare for the meeting, what to do at the meeting, a script that they can stick to um, because consistency is the key, and then how to um, exit the employee we didn't even respect. So these are all t- training tools that we, uh, I guess, attach to this program. And then finally we there's, there's about 12 tools but the other one I want to highlight is we've actually got a leaders training pack mm-hmm. so we actually help you if you're a HR leader or a business leader wanting to train all of the leaders in your business that are going to be doing redundancies it will teach you it will help you teach them the process the structures the roles and responsibilities on the day you can have a logistics and you know, and timing plan in that uh, uh, pack But the the most important thing in this, again, is how do you handle people's emotions in the room? So we actually talk about the change curve and where people could be at in the change curve when they hear the fact that they've just been made redundant. And that can be everything from denial to anger to shock to um, depression. But if we don't then train our leaders how to handle these situations... Then we're not doing the right thing either. So this actually pack teaches you if someone's angry, these are the types of things they're going to say, these are the types of behaviors they will show, and here's how you handle it.
1: I um, love that. Yeah. I think people would find absolutely. that very useful.
2: Yeah. So it's really it's it's actually, we've had some large multinationals in Australia buy it already. And I'm I'm thinking, well, why are they buying our product? They've done this a thousand times. Mm. And the feedback we're getting is you know what, Jamie? Yes, we've done it a thousand times, but we were stuck in the system or the process and Mm -hmm. your tool has sharpened our, I guess, our opportunities to do it better.
1: I like that. And to clarify, so it's, it's not consulting. It's an actual, uh, what coaching or training program. Is that correct?
2: Pretty much. Yes. It's a, it's a dashboard that we will give you and it will walk you through each module with tools attached. So, um, again, people can look it up on the people shift.com and, and have a look for themselves, but it, It really is a one-stop shop from go to worry. And what I love as well is we also focus on mental health and rebuilding culture at the end of it Um, because that is a piece that absolutely has to continue uh, once you have finished your final redundancy.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's just crucial, especially in the example you gave where people, if you heard your name called out, go into that room, you're now made redundant. (laughs) Everyone else back to work. How on earth do you bring culture into the right frame of mind after that um and what about the actual i don't know transferability of this uh, program would you say it's applicable only on australia or can does it have a wider reach
2: no we've been very careful i mean we've had feedback from all around the world from the u.s and the uk uh across asia actually um where they're saying hey we don't have a, t- a process like this so we've we've done it in a way that it will show you the steps the process and the key points that 90% of legislations around the world will need things like redeployment yeah. consultation and so forth so we touch on all of those topics and we give you examples and, and, and processes through that however we don't touch on legal specifics we do ask because every country every state every city in some cases mm-hmm. is going to be different every company is going to be different because of the union arrangements they may have in place or the contracts they have in place so from a legal point of view, we, we do ask you to still do your own legal assessment. This will step you through every step of the process, though. Um, so okay. that's, that makes it really transferable anywhere in the world. Um, as I said, we, we're currently talking to a number of people in the US and UK at the moment who are going, Wow, it doesn't matter. This works here.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And uh I, as I said, I've been involved in redundancies in Australia and, and overseas in, in plenty of countries and gosh, I just had a, a flashback to one where I was <laughs> I was involved directly, but I got told about what happened afterwards whereby um the message was not delivered very well and All sorts of things went wrong, if you like, to the point where the person who got made redundant got pretty drunk that night and then emailed the global CEO of the company about the manager involved. So I think using your framework, your guidance and the learnings from within this program, I think are really powerful and a really useful tool. So well done for creating it. That's for sure. What about consultants listening to this program who think, yeah, it's a really good thing. I don't get directly involved with redundancies, but is there a way to partner with you or help get the word out about the program?
2: Look, absolutely. And and I'm happy to share any details with anyone that wants to reach out and get in contact with me. Uh, okay. We do have affiliate type and partner type programs that we do look at Okay. and happy to partner with individuals that may want to. Um, as I said, you know, I, I've had so much positive feedback on this product that I think as a consultant, it's just such an amazing uh, tool to have in your toolkit and to be able to get your customers on board at just how it's build your personal brand and your own personal company's brand
1: yeah okay so if you're listening to this and for instance here in the recruitment field you've been told by a client that they're cutting back on the recruitment because they're in fact going through redundancies then this is potentially something you might refer into them and do a partner arrangement so um, get in touch with jamie via the website there jamie marketing nerd here so a final question on the business side what are you doing to actually grow the business and, and find new clients or customers
2: Look, it's, uh, we're taking multiple avenues, actually. So um, we, we have, a, obviously, a sales funnel that we use as part of this product. Um, but we do advertise on Google and LinkedIn. And, you know, we, we've, we've, we, don't, we haven't been doing a huge amount of advertising because we already have a pretty good reputation in Australia, um, especially with all the awards we won. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of organic marketing that we've done on LinkedIn. Um, but we're, we're probably going to expand some of that Google ads and LinkedIn ads in particular across uh, various other countries in the near, very near future um, yeah. because I guess my personal brand is not as big in some of those other countries.
1: Yeah, And just curious, on the advertising side, do you send them straight to your homepage or do you have a particular resource, lead magnet type thing that brings them into your email? Yeah,
2: look, a, a bit of both. Depending mm. on the circumstance, I run webinars. That brings people in. Um, I do have a lead magnet, which is, you know, the, the the seven tips of running a good redundancy process. So we give you some of the tips in that product. And, and that's another thing that people can, if they want to download that for free, they can. Um, and then that obviously leads them obviously into, I guess, the the marketing side of things.
1: Gotcha. Okay, makes good sense. Okay, so what's your overall advice to people listening to this who are faced with an either going through or, an upcoming redundancy program what's your advice on that how to handle this and and get into the best outcome if you like
2: look i i think um apart from using my product um i think it's of course (laughs) no but i think for me don't put yourself in a position where you're focused just on the process and the system um again I think too many times people have... And, and this has actually been a bit of a stumbling block for some of the people that haven't looked at the product. They've gone, but I've done it before. Yep. Um, yes, you probably have done redundancy before, but I, let's be real. Um, have you covered every uh, avenue? Have you ticked every box? Have Have you thought about every emotion that our individual employee is going to feel when you do that? And, and to be honest, even if you've done it before, and, and I've done... I'd hate to say hundreds of programs in my career. Every time you do it, it's different, which means you're recreating documents every time or you're looking for, where did we put that script? Um, So make sure you look past all of those systems and focus on the people at the other end, but also make sure you build in lots of planning. Um, The planning piece is what's going to set you up for success. Um, You can run a redundancy program overnight, but you will get... Upset and bitter employees with no support, and you're going to get bad media or bad branding. So yeah. make sure you plan, prepare it properly, um, and then perform it with dignity and respect. Yeah,
1: I think the word respect is just crucial for the person leaving or the people leaving, but also for the people who are left behind. Uh, they, yeah. They've seen how you've handled things. How do you want them to to see your
2: style of leadership and culture there? Absolutely. Um, and don't forget the leaders as well, Ben. Yeah. I think. The, the leaders running this process, it's one of the hardest things a leader is going to have to do in their career. Um, we actually talk about that in the product. You need to take care of their mental health, check in on them. There's a whole piece of looking after the people doing this you need to t- take care of. Yeah, definitely. Jamie, if people
1: want to learn more about
2: you or, or about your business, what should they do next? So it's very easy. I have the, the most unique last name in the world. It's Jamie, <laughs> Jamie Get Good. And that is real. I didn't change it a depot. Um, so if you look up Jamie Get Good either on Google or LinkedIn, please hook me up. I'm happy to reach out there. Outside of that, um, I have two business businesses: the People Shift, uh, which is the Peopleshift.com, and then I've got Get Good Consulting. It's funny I used my last name. Um, <laughs> so there's there, there's multiple ways people can get in touch, but you won't find too many Jamie Get Goods in the world. So you I'm will easy not. To find.
1: There's only one, Jamie, Getwood. Uh, and look, Jamie, um, Microsoft Word used to give me the red squiggly line under the word Gagan for years. And if you right-clicked on it, it used to suggest that the alternative of egghead. So it's not all bad for you, I promise.
2: <laughs> well, it is when you grew up getting, hearing get bad, get lost, get uh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And enough. I won't tell you what the union used.
1: at the <laughs> Yeah, of course. Uh, Jamie, I've learned so much and I think people have to listening to this um, and I I just love the the change you're trying to bring to the world of of work and making it a better place um, for people in the company and then leaving and and beyond. So thank you very much for your time and for joining me today. Thank
2: you so much, Ben.
0: Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a HR business. Thanks and see you next time.